Meanwhile, j'entends cette musique, cette douce musique qui me répète toujours. got to die when it's time for me to die. So let me live my life the way I want to. Jimi Hendrix. When he shall die, take him and cut him out in little stars, and he will make the face of heaven so fine that all the world will be in love with night and pay no worship to the garish sun. William Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet. I do not fear death. I had been dead for billions and billions of years before I was born, and had not suffered the slightest inconvenience from it. Mark Twain. Mid Valley. Mutations. And welcome to another edition of Mid-Valley Mutations here on klfm.org in beautiful Split, Croatia. And this is part two of our most recent installment of The People Who Died, uh, a tragic show that is actually quite difficult to do when it comes time to do it. 
I actually found myself kind of dreading this one a little bit. Uh, not because the music's bad, but just because, well, yeah, just because. So uh, we kind of kick things off here with France Gall, who has a wonderful, beautiful voice and unfortunately passed in January of 2018 and uh, at the age of 72, that's pretty impressive. Uh, and, and that song is called I Hear This Music, uh, J'entends cette musique, uh, which I think is a pretty excellent way to approach this show. Let's just hear the music, you know, let's uh, enjoy what we have uh, in front of us because, uh, you know, sometimes we forget to uh, really take stock and uh, appreciate the things uh, that we love by people that we have lost. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, well, you know, why don't we rip things up to kick off, you know, to really kind of get things in an excited mood. Uh, unfortunately, we lost Dick Richards uh, in July uh, 12th of 2019, who uh, was a key player in Bill Haley and his comments. So uh, let's hear a little bit of that today on Meg Valley. Mutations. It's the people who died. Part two. Well, Saturday night and I just got paid. Think about the money, don't try to save. My heart says go, go. Have a time for the Saturday night and baby, I feel fine. I'm gonna rock it up. I'm gonna rip it up. I'm gonna shake it up. I'm gonna break it up. I'm gonna lock it up at the ball tonight. I won't be late Pick her up in my Haiti hate A shag on down by the social hall When the joint starts jumping Gonna have me a fall I'm gonna rock it up I'm gonna rip it up I'm gonna shake it up I'm gonna break it up I'm gonna lock it up At the ball tonight And along about ten I'm breezing high I walk on out to that groovy sky But I don't care if I spend my dough Cause tonight Happy soul, I'm gonna rock it up I'm gonna rip it up I'm gonna shake it up I'm gonna break it up I'm gonna lock it up At the ball tonight
And I pray every night She learned to love me too Oh well, Corina, Corina Corina, Corina Oh, Corina, Corina I love you so Oh, little darling Where you been so long? Been so long. Oh, you know, baby, I had no loving since you've been gone. Oh, well, Karina, 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 Karina. Oh, Karina, Karina. I love you so.
mankind Dead kings, many things I can define Occasions, buzz, writings, butter your mind Incense and compliments, the color of time Who cares what games we choose? Little to win, but nothing to lose Incense and compliments, meaningless nouns Turn on, tune in, turn your eyes around Look at your song, look at your song you can do beat makes and politics nothing is new a yardstick for lunatics one point of view who cares what games we choose little to win but nothing to KLFM.org in beautiful Split, Croatia. And you have been listening to The People Who Died, a collection of songs tributing those we have lost in recent years. Uh, Actually, the last three years, because I have uh, been recalcitrant on this particular job for a while. Uh, so, yes, what have we been listening to? Well, uh, after Bill Haley and his comments, we heard Sven Ingvars uh, with a song called Corina Corina, uh, which uh, was a bit of a hit in Sweden. Uh, that, that, this band, of course, was very uh, big there, apparently. And uh, uh, unfortunately, we lost uh, Tommy Gustafsson who uh, was a keyboard player in that group. Uh, not an original member. In fact, I think he was one part of the uh, later incarnation of that group. Um, but um, nonetheless, uh, we decided to hear kind of one of their earlier hits uh, because back-to-back with The Strangers, it really kind of works uh, because we also lost Fred Weiland, the original guitar player for The Strangers, uh, Australia's kind of pop rock combo uh, had a hit single uh, with uh, that Happy Without You song, but we are not happy without you, Fred Wyland. So, um, yeah, uh, The Strangers uh, lost him December 10th 
2018. Um, Tommy Gustafson passed uh, July 6th, 2019. And then uh, we close that little block off with Incense and Peppermints, a pretty amazing song, no matter how you slice it. Uh, but it turns out that Ed King, who played not only in Strawberry Alarm Clock, but then went on to have a second career in Leonard Skinnerd and was one of the people that survived being in Leonard Skinnerd. Uh, wow, wow, wow. Uh, Ed King, crazy long career, uh, passed at age 68 on August 22nd, 2018. Uh, we are hearing still some more Cecil Taylor, who we also lost in 2018. That's going to be our backing music as we move through this particular project. But I think it's time that we actually returned to some songs. Uh, so uh, why don't we uh, kind of get back to it? Uh, we're going to switch gears a little bit and move into Jefferson Airplane. At the age of 76, Marty Ballin, uh, who uh, improbably <laughs> outlived many, many others, uh, was a, a key member of both the Airplane and Starship, uh, although really there's only one of those two that we still love. Mid Valley Mutations. I think it's time we moved uh, quite a bit of distance in a very short period of time. Here's Jefferson Airplane. Yeah. 
Hey, you old man sitting by the lonesome road. It's about time you're quitting. Life's so tiresome load. You're so sad and lonely. Got no family. Just an old man from some old country. You ain't sad, no chillin'. Ain't none by your side. You left all your women. Ain't you satisfied? Don't just sit there clingin' to a memory of a love left in some old country. You're listening to klfm.org in beautiful Split, Croatia. A thing is not necessarily true because a man dies for it. Oscar Wilde Life is for the living. Death is for the dead. Let life be like music. And death a note unsaid. Langston Hughes Don't think of it as dying, said Death. 
Just think of it as leaving early to avoid the rush. Terry Pratchett. Mid Valley. Mutations. And welcome back to The People Who Died. Our tribute to those we have lost in recent years as we remember the music that really, really spoke to us. Now, uh, we just heard a block of music that included Jefferson Airplane, as we mentioned, followed up by Maiden of the Cancer Moon by Quicksilver Messenger Service. Uh, Unfortunately, we lost Gary Duncan from that group, I think a founding member of the group, although uh, Gary was in many incarnations of Quicksilver (laughs) Messenger Service. Um, But yeah, we lost Gary at the age of 72 on June 29th, 2019. Uh, Now this one's a little bit of an odd one, but uh, we selected a song by The Turtles, which has an appropriate title, Grim Reaper of Love, but the Turtles are actually included in this not because we lost a member, but because we lost Reb Foster, a disc jockey, DJ, uh, radio guy, as it were, who uh, was responsible for uh, not only bringing a lot of music to people through the radio, uh, but also managed some bands by the names of Oh, Steppenwolf, Three Dog Night, and The Turtles, which were the odd men out of that particular trio for sure. But nonetheless, uh, Reb was a key player in rock music for many years, and then retired in the 80s after many of the bands that he managed kind of ran their course. And uh, that was the last we heard of Reb until he passed on August 26th of 2019 at the age of 83. Now, uh, we also kind of did a little bit of a trick there with our California Dreamin' selection because we actually lost a member of the Wrecking Crew who performed on California Dreaming, and in particular, Joe Osborne uh, was uh, noted as one of the key players on that particular performance. Uh, Passed away at the age of 81, December 14th, 2018. And we close that block there with uh, Nancy Wilson, uh, the other Nancy Wilson, uh, the one that made an album with uh, Cannonball Adderley, actually. And uh, so we heard a track from that, uh, The Old Country. And uh, yeah, uh, what an amazing voice. And she had a long career, too. I'm kind of uh, sad that we don't have more from her. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's kind of kick into a different gear yet again, because, you know, I'm feeling like it's time to go into outer space, as is often my want. And so why not call on the kinks? Yeah, sure. Right? It must be an installment of Mid-Valley Mutations. Supersonic ships at your disposal if you feel so inclined 
alright We're gonna travel faster than light So do up your overcoat tight And we'll go anywhere you want to decide Nobody has to be helped, nobody needs to be out of sight. Nobody's gonna travel second class at the equality and no suppression of minorities.
like a mule It's a real mean team But we can love Oh yes, we can love And my brother's back at home With his Beatles and his Stones We never got it off on that Revolution stuff What a drag Too many snacks Nah, I drunk a lot of wine And I'm feeling fine Gotta raise some cap to bed Oh, is that concrete all around? Or is it in my head? Yeah, I'm a dude now Oh, the young dude Hey, Bruce! Carry the blues Oh, yeah! Boogaloo dude Stand up! Carry the blues Oh, the young dude I wanna hear ya! 
You're listening to klfm.org in beautiful Split, Croatia. How? 
is the asking built into the hunting. going to do it for us this week here on the program there's so much more that we could be playing and offering to you and we're just barely scratching the surface even with these two shows combined so there's got to be a third i think this is going to be the theme for a little while until we kind of catch up with uh some of these people that deserve at least another mention uh if not more uh, considering the impact their lives and careers had on all of us and the music world and and everything so yeah uh lots to say about all of this anyway uh let's kind of get into what we just heard so we can wrap things up and get into the dime store radio theater uh it is uh of course the kinks with supersonic rocket ship 
Sometimes I feel like that song might be onto something. Uh, yeah, we lost Ian Gibbons, unfortunately, who um, I believe was with the band kind of from the beginning. Uh, so that's... Uh, a real bummer, uh, unfortunately. Uh, and then we follow that up with a song by Mop the Hoople. Not because uh, anyone uh, f- that you know uh, uh, or are worried about uh, passed from Mop the Hoople. Um, Nigel Benjamin, the, the second not as uh, well-loved singer uh, from uh, Mop the Hoople uh, has passed. Um, we also spent some time in the band London. Um, uh, you know, Nigel was fine, um, but uh, it's hard to beat Ian Hunter. Uh, so, uh, anyway, um, I couldn't find a Nigel song that I liked, so we're just gonna play All the Young Dudes, because that's a great song, and I, I love, love that song, and, um, I'm sorry, Nigel, I wish, I wish there was more songs that you had been involved with that I, that I was into, but, uh, always a good excuse to listen to Mop the Hoople, especially a song written by David Bowie, who has also passed, but, uh, I think we already talked about that way, 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 way way back when that happened. So, yeah, that's how that works. Uh, follow that up with uh, a track by a group called The Beakers, who I only actually just discovered, but this is a real tragedy because Francesca Sunston, who uh, wasn't even 60 years old, uh, passed away on August 7th, 2019. And uh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's rough, um, uh, but uh, um, the beakers are pretty cool, uh, and what they left behind is some interesting stuff to listen to, so uh, check them out. Uh, follow that up with uh, the Celibate Rifles, uh, Damien Lovelock, uh, at the age of 65, passed on August 3rd, 2019, and then, of course, the cars, uh, because Rick Ocasek, whoa, wow, that happened to I'd barely even remembered that. Um, yeah, uh, September 15th, 2019. Uh, that was that was kind of rough. Uh, and then probably the biggest tragedy and the roughest one for me personally, Kim Shattuck of the Muffs. I have a wonderful memory seeing the Muffs way back when, and they were fantastic live, and that will never be possible again. Um, October 2nd, 2019, uh, she finally passed was a real bummer and then uh david berman i did not know well but uh, apparently made some really good music uh by the silver jews uh which uh you know um that, man, that band might be something you know about <laughs> um yeah i kind of missed them when they were a deal i knew of them i just never listened to them and uh here i go sitting down and i'm like wow this is like my precious little pavement except it's different and I don't know these songs, so wow, I should probably pay more attention. Gosh, you get so into one thing and you're just so tunnel-focused and you miss all this other great, great stuff. And then it's too late. So yeah, that's our show today. Uh, we're going to do this again next week and try to kind of cover more ground. Uh, there's a lot of people who deserve a little bit of uh, mentioning that... Uh, have no have gone uh, have passed are, are, are no longer with us and like i said these are hard uh shows to do bring up a lot of difficult memories and thoughts and whatnot but uh i do hope that uh this is meant as a tribute as a way of of, of remembering these people and the music that they brought to us because uh, yeah these songs are these songs mean something Exactly. <laughs>
Mutations. Anyway, I'm rambling. You guys are wonderful. You guys are beautiful. Without you, there would be no program. Be seeing you. Buy for flavor. Buy Del Monte. Del Monte, the brand you trust for flavor in so many good foods. Time now for Rocky Jordan, brought to you by Del Monte Foods, the brand preferred by more women than any other line of canned fruits and vegetables in the world. Far from the mosque Sultan Hassan in Cairo stands the Cafe Tambourine, run by Rocky Jordan. The Cafe Tambourine, crowded with forgotten men, alive with a babble of many languages. For this is Cairo, where modern adventure and intrigue unfold against the backdrop of antiquity. Del Monte presents Rocky Jordan and this week's story, Smokescreen. It was the other side of midnight, and I was beginning to think I'd spent one of those routine days I could forget. Uh, it just goes to show how wrong you can be. The customers and the help had gone, and I walked over to the front door to let a little air in before I locked up for the night. I got the air all right, but I also got something I wasn't counting on. Mrs. Jordan. Mrs. Jordan. She moved in out of the shadows like she'd been waiting there. She was inside like a magazine salesman. But she didn't look the part. She was small and dark, but all woman with eyes a little too big for her face. Monsieur Jordan, you do not remember me? Well, give me time. It'll come to me. I was a manicurist. Oh, at... sure, manicurist at Shepherd's. Oui. Uh, Adele, wasn't it? Adele Simonon. Monsieur Jordan, I had to see you. And the light's better in the daytime. No, no, this had to be tonight. I'm asking you, please, to do something for me. It will not be difficult. Who ever heard that before? I'd like to help Miss Simonon, but it makes a long day. I will pay you if that concerns you so much. I ask no favors. Well? I can answer better if I know what it's about. Oh, thank you, Monsieur Jordan. Wait here but a moment. She moved out the door again and walked a few steps to a shadow near the corner. Then they were both coming back. The shadow was a man, much older and grayed. I wasn't sure about the pallor in his face, but the look in his eyes meant something. I'd seen fear before too many times. Monsieur Jordan, this is my father, André Simonot. Hello, Simonot. Monsieur Jordan, I must explain that what we ask is my daughter's wish. Please, Papa, it is settled. There is no other way. Well, maybe I'm the one to decide that. What's this all about, anyhow? It is little to ask, Mr. Jordan. We wish only that the Café Tambourine remain open for us tonight. That we be permitted to stay here. Oh, I get it. Big convention in town, huh? Hotels are all full. You do not understand. We also wish that you stay here with us to watch my father. He needs watching. I'm trying to tell you. You have only to witness my father's presence here. Oh, I expected something like that. Good night, Simono. The tambourine closed ten minutes ago. You will not help us. Look, I've been taken in in my day, but this isn't my day. You walk in here and tell me you want a witness for Papa. Why? Because somewhere in Cairo something has happened or is going to happen. Either way, it won't be good. Because I'm supposed to pull the chestnuts out of the fire. Oh, no thanks. I burned too easy. I told you I'd pay you. The police work for free. But we can't go to the police. 
If you'll let me explain. Sure, I'll stop in for a manicure someday. You can tell me all about it. You see, Adele, I was right. And I thought you were the one person who would help. I was mistaken. Come, Papa. Uh, uh, Monsieur Jordan, I do not blame you. Our situation is hard to understand. Monsieur Jordan, your answer is still no. I don't have to spell it out, do I? Good night. She looked at me for a minute without another word. Something in her eyes made me wonder if I ought to change my mind. But I was too late. She turned and opened the door. That's when Simono stopped in his tracks. The cat! <gasps> the cat! Adele! Simono, get away from that door. Jordan, help me. Here, here, let me. Adele. Adele, mon fille. Mon petit fille. Stay back, Simono. Let me look at her. Monsieur, she... she's... I'm sorry, Simono. So... The cat. Simono, wait. Keep away from the door. Do not hold me, monsieur. Let me go. Get out there. Listen to me. The cat. Simono! Come back! Simono! I stood there trying to realize what had happened, and the answer wasn't pleasant. All they'd asked for was a little help, and I'd said no. And now Adele was lying dead at my feet, and her father had gone out of the door with a look on his face that spelled more trouble. I called Captain Sam Savaya, Cairo Police. He made it to the tambourine in a hurry. And while he examined the girl, I told him everything I knew. Most regrettable. All right, go on, Sam. Tell me I could have stopped it. Well, you have no reason to condemn yourself, Jordan. I'm not so sure. You saw nothing of the assailant? No, but Simono did. All he said was the cat. So this is what we must find, the cat. Hmm. Aren't you forgetting something more important, Sam? More important? Andre Simono. I saw the way he went out of here. He's after revenge, Sam. Then who can blame him? Don't you see? He'll cause more trouble for himself unless he can be stopped. The duty of the police is quite clear. We are able to function only after a crime has happened. Oh, sure. That's great. You'll throw half the Cairo police force into a hunt for the cat. But you won't spend five minutes trying to prevent a murder. I tell you, my hands are tied. I'm interested in Simona only as a material witness. We will find the murderer of his daughter, of course. Sure. You'll find him dead. Perhaps. Unless... Oh, I get it, Sam. Unless I get to Simono first. Well, that made it pretty clear. If Simono was to be found, I had to find him. I left Sam and his boys to take care of the girl and started out into the Cairo night. I wasted two hours and 20 piastres asking questions to try to get a line on Simono. No results. That left the Shepherd's Hotel where Adele worked. A sleepy night clerk gave me her address in the French Quarter across town. It was already daylight by the time I found it. I didn't expect Simono to be there, and I was right. But I made enough noise in his door to raise a neighbor. What he told me sent me back north across town to the Bulak Shipping Company. They were just opening up, but a workman was already there, scraping a name off the window. It said J. Constantine and A. Simono. The name he was scratching off was Simono. Inside, a red-headed secretary sat at a desk in the outer office, putting on her face for the morning customers. She kept right on with a lipstick. Well, an early bird. Do you have an appointment? Why? Do I need one? Uh, well, that depends on who you really wanted to see. I could be satisfied right now. Are you asking for an appointment or a phone number? I bet you got a lot of them there in that book. Andre Simino's, maybe, huh? Haven't you heard? He's not with us anymore. Anything else you can tell me about him? No, but I could try. 
I get an hour off for lunch. So do I. But right now, I'll settle for Jay Constantine. He's awfully busy. Oh, he's got a minute. I said he's busy. What is the meaning of this? Who are you? The name's Jordan. Doris, I told you I was seeing no one. Mr. Jordan's the impetuous type, aren't you, Mr. Jordan? But uh, be gentle with him, Juno. I might want him back. I'll speak up. What do you want? I hope I didn't interrupt your morning paper. You did, but that doesn't answer my question. I thought you might be reading about Adele Simino. Adele Simino? What about Adele Simino? I was reading about a safe robbery last night at the Nile Investment Company. Oh, I see. Does that tie in with it? Mr. Jordan, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, then I'll tell you. Adele Simino was killed last night. Shot down in my cafe. What? Yeah. I see... Sit down, Mr. Jordan. Please, sit down. This is a terrible shock. Terrible. Andre and his daughter loved each other very much. How did this thing happen? We don't know. I was hoping you could help. Anything, anything, Mr. Jordan. All right, then, let's start with why Simino's name is coming off your window. Oh, that. He quit the business several days ago. He didn't tell you? No. Any special reason? Just decided he wanted out. I'm sure it has no connection. Well, maybe the cat can tell us more about that. The cat? That doesn't mean anything to you? Should it? I don't know. But we've got to find Simino. He seemed to know who did the shooting, and he's out for revenge. To kill or get killed. Yes, of course. Andre would think of revenge. That girl was his whole life. After the way she stuck by him through everything. Yeah, everything. September 39. Paris, you know. She still had faith in him, waited for him. To help him when he got out. September 39, Paris. Uh, got out of where? Why, out of... Mr. Jordan, I thought you were a close friend of his. That's right. Obviously, you're not. And I have told you too much already. Now you can get out. Touchy subject, Mr. Constance. I said get out, or I'll have you thrown out. You're listening to klfm.org in beautiful split Croatia. <laughs> A half hour later, I was at the Cairo Library going through the Paris newspapers for September 1939. And it paid off. The third paper I went through carried a story of a robbery conviction. Expert safe-cracking, defendant Andre Simonov. Now that made me think about something else Constantine had mentioned. The safe-cracking job at the Nile Investment Company just last night. Well, Sam could tell me more about that. I drove to the tambourine, parked out back, and started from my office door on the phone. I didn't quite make it. I did not enjoy waiting, Mr. George. Right there, my search was over. I hadn't found Simino, but I had found the cat. He looked like one and he sounded like one. And he was very much alive. Observe me, Mr. Jordan. I'm looking at the gun. The same one that killed Adele? So you saw me at the window last night. Who were the shots for, Adele or her father? She was at the door at the wrong time. Yeah, so they were for Simino. And then he said many things, did he not? Only two words. The cat. <sighs> two words that mean death to you now. Why were you after him? Why was he marked for killing? I talk no more. No more, Mr. Jordan. I felt nothing. It wasn't me, but the cat that slumped against the door. The sound of a lot of footsteps sent me whirling. In time to see a figure stuffing a gun in his pocket, dart out of the alley to the side street. Hey, stop! Come back! Come back here! 
I stood there looking after the fading car, and I knew I'd failed. There was nothing now but to call Sam and tell him who I'd seen running away from the killing. I was sure who it was. Adele's father, Andre Simono. Del Monte Foods is presenting tonight's adventure with Rocky Jordan. Cheeseburgers, egg burgers, sun burgers. Seems like everybody's inventing new ways to serve hamburgers. But as far as lots of folks are concerned, there's just one way to make them all taste their best. And that's to serve them with rich, extra lively Del Monte catsup. Mmm, now you're talking, Larry, and talking flavor. Yes, believe me, that Del Monte catsup has a special zip. A zesty kind of spiced tomato flavor that has just what it takes to put smacking good flavor into a hamburger or do justice to a steak. Well, let me tell you, I certainly make it a point to keep Del Monte catsup in my house. I just can't afford to be without the lift it gives the low-cost foods that I serve so often. You know, Larry, there really is something different about Del Monte catsup. You bet there is. You see, Del Monte catsup is the only catsup made with pineapple vinegar. And pineapple vinegar is a superfine, sparkling vinegar that coaxes out an extra measure of real, deep-down flavor from those plump, vine-ripened tomatoes Del Monte uses. Yet for all its goodness, Del Monte catsup actually costs less than many other quality brands. Now there's value for you. So make yours Del Monte catsup next time. You'll say you never enjoyed catsup so much. Now we take you back to Cairo and tonight's Rocky Jordan story, Smokescreen. All I'd wanted was to find Andre Simino and keep him out of trouble. But I didn't make it. And it looked like he'd paid the cat in full for Adele's death. So my job was still to call Sam Sabaya and tell him to pick up Simino. Not for safe-cracking now, but for murder. I got my office door open, stepped over the cat's lifeless form, sprawled half inside and half out, and reached for the phone. Just then, the door for my cafe opened. There stood Constantine's red-headed secretary. Forget about the lunch, Rocky. Not in here, Doris, not now. Oh, you mean we're not quite alone? Just wait for me in the cafe, huh? You shouldn't have done it, Rocky. It was Simino's job. That's why I wanted to find him. Poor fellow. And dressed so nice. Don't touch him, Doris. What's the matter with you? Keep away. Very well, Rocky. Then you will find it for me. Well, everybody carries a gun. Search him quickly. Go through his pockets. Sure. For anything in particular? Only the key to his fiat, nothing more. Get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this what you want? Toss it over here on the floor. Thank you, Rocky. But don't try to follow me. You wouldn't like it. You wouldn't like it at all. She ducked out the open door, and I was on the phone dialing Sabaya. I got a quick answer, told him to get over to the tambourine on the double, and hung up. Then I ran to my car, spun out of the alley, and up to the main drag. I was in time. The little Fiat was speeding down the hill three blocks away. After a while, the car pulled up at a deserted spot near the river docks. She was outside opening the car trunk. She found nothing but kept hunting. Under the car seat, under the floorboards, under the hood. But still no luck. 
Finally, she gave it up in disgust, left the Fiat, and started walking toward the Nile Drive. When I saw her flag down a taxi, I turned to get back to my car and bumped right into a big, shiny badge. You will come with me, Mr. Jordan, in my car. Oh, Greco, you're just in time. Get after that taxi. There's a girl in it that can tell you plenty. You feeble attempt at delay avails you nothing. The Captain Sabaya wishes to see you. Yeah, he can wait. Enough, Mr. Jordan. The Captain Sabaya is most annoyed by your manner of hanging up the phone without explanations. Ah, it is an order. Uh, all right, Greco, let's go. And so there is violence and still more violence, Jordan, and always at your very door. All right, Sam, you got the cat now. That's who you wanted. You are telling me that the man murdered at your alley door is the cat? Of course he is. He admitted killing Adele last night. And who killed him, Jordan? I wasn't looking. Indeed. Of course it was him, you know. We will most certainly find him now. Sure, you'll find him. A man sees his daughter cut down right in front of him. He can do nothing but square it, and then you get real busy. Jordan, do not forget, retribution is a concern only for the... All love. right, Sam. What would you have done? What could any man do? My feelings are not important. Uh, well, what do you know about the cat? Very little, except this bullet which we have found in him. Uh, 32, huh? Now, Jordan, why were you not at your cafe when I arrived? I was tailing somebody else you'll want, Sam. A red-headed secretary named Doris. She works for Simono's old partner at the Bulak Shipping Company. What has she to do with this? Well, ask her. I'd have brought her in, only that's when our good friend Greco showed up. Greco did only as he was ordered. Yeah, sure. Look, Sam, Simono was once in prison for safe-cracking. Could that connect up with the big job at the Nile Investment Company last night? Perhaps Simono himself will clear that up. When we find him. Oh, all right, Sam, have your fun. Sam didn't stop me, and I went out. Pretty soon, Simono would be found, and that would be that. I tried to walk it off, but things wouldn't sit right. A lot of things. One was a redhead named Doris. I had to get her story. It was late evening when I got to the Bulak Shipping Company. The place was already closed. I'd just taken a hold of the doorknob when it happened. Shots were from inside the building. I twisted the knob without thinking, and the door came open. The outer room was empty, so I went on into the office. The first thing I saw was what had been Jay Constantine lying on the floor and slumped down in a nearby chair, gun still in his hand, was Andre Simino. Simino. Hmm. Simino, what's the matter with you? Snap out of it. Uh, uh, oh, Monsieur Jordan, when did you come? Too late. What do you mean? I, I cannot seem to remember. Something happened. Take a look at Constantine. That'll help. Hmm? Oh, then I did kill him, as I came to do. Listen to me. Tell me why they were after you. Uh, it does not matter now, monsieur. Constantine was your partner. What else? Yes, we were partners, but not here. Well, then what then? Robbery? Safe cracking? Yes. I had great skill with locks and nitroglycerin. Constantine did the planning, but finally I was caught in the act, convicted and sent to prison. Uh, you do the work and take the rap. When I got out of prison, it was my daughter who convinced me that I must not return to crime. And Constantine also seemed kind. He invited me to join him as a partner here in the shipping business. It was my chance to live a decent life. Only what happened? Constantine have other ideas? Yes, he suddenly announced to me that all plans had been made. I was to carry out his orders. A safe-cracking job? At the Nile Investment Company last night? 
big hall of negotiable securities? Yes, then, you know. Constantine was commanding. I did not know what to do. Again, my daughter Adele convinced me I must not do it. I called Constantine by telephone and tell him that. Oh, he was in great fury and said that if I would not do it, he would do it himself and leave evidence that I had been there. Yeah, and that's when you and Adele came running to my cafe. But only to ask you to witness that I do not have a part in the robbery. But Constantine had to get rid of you then. You knew too much. That is why he sent the cat. Not to kill my daughter, monsieur. Me. To kill me. I only wish it had happened so. You know what I have to do now? The police have got to know. It does not matter now, monsieur. First, you better hand me that gun. Take it quickly and call the police. Hey, wait a minute. Hmm? This the one you used? Why, why yes, of course. Hey, is not Constantine dead? No. There's no cordite smell in the gun and none of the shells have been fired. But, monsieur... Besides, this is a thirty-eight. The bullet found on the cat was a thirty-two. Well, how could that be? I, I went to kill him. You saw me. I do not remember, but uh, how could it be otherwise? I got a good idea, Simino. But right now, you're getting out of here. Hold up at the nearest hotel and stay there. I watched him as he went out and closed the door behind him. I held up a second, then I heard footsteps in the warehouse behind the office. A moment later, the door opened, and it was exactly who I expected. Rocky. Ah, you work nights around here too, Doris? No, I just got here. What are you doing here? I'll show you. Have a look, Doris. I see. It's Constantine. You don't seem very surprised. Oh, it's, it's just that... I don't know how I feel. Simono did it, of course. Sure, who else? What do you mean by that, Rocky? Now, why did you come here tonight? I just came back to get a few things I'd forgotten. Same things you were after at my cafe when you grabbed the car key off the cat? The same things you were scratching for in the little car but didn't find? A stack of negotiable securities that Constantine hijacked from a safe at the Nile Investment Company? You know a great deal, don't you, Rocky? Not as much as you do, Doris. Come on, let's have it. Rocky, I worked for Constantine. I did only what he told me. I had to. What'd he tell you? Only that he'd given the securities to the cat to hide. He didn't trust the cat. I was sent to watch him. When I found him dead at your cafe, I had to get the securities. I, I was afraid. Sure, you were real scared, weren't you? Tell me something. Where'd you meet up with a guy like Constantine? One meets up with many people on the continent, Rocky. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I knew you'd believe me. I knew you would, Rocky. Yes, it's black smudge on your sleeve. Right. Mascara, I guess. It doesn't matter. No, not mascara. But we know what it is, don't we? I don't even know what you're talking about. Come on. Let's find out. I kept hold of her wrists and dragged her through the warehouse, out the back door, into an enclosed lot. And there it was, a big incinerator. We went to it. She stood there silently as I opened the metal door and reached inside. First thing my hand touched was what I wanted. Bulky envelopes. A lot of them. You don't have to open them, Rocky. The securities are all there. You are in a big hurry to hide them, weren't you? The soot on your sleeve shows that. Does that make you feel very proud of yourself? You couldn't have carried that smudge very long without noticing. Now, what happened? You heard me coming in the door. You hit him quick, figuring to come back and get him after I was gone. Did I leave out anything? Just one thing. Yeah? That I have a gun. What? Rocky, no! Can't do it twice, Doris. No! Rocky, give it to me. Yeah, the answer's too much. Yeah, 32, like the slug found in a cat. I figure the same will be found in Constantine. 
Sure. Two shots gone. Rocky, listen to me. It looked easy, didn't it? All you had to do was get the cat and Constantine out of the way, and the securities were all yours. You knew Andre Simino, half crazed with grief, was after them both. So you stayed with him. Only you fired the shots, not he. But he didn't even realize that he was to take all the blame. Rocky, Rocky, listen. They're gone, both of them. I... We have securities now, you and I. No one has to know. That's possible. We could keep that lunch date. We could keep a lot of them. Not for an awful long time, Doris. But why? Because you won't be around. Not after the police get through with you. In just a moment, Rocky Jordan returns to conclude tonight's story. As a mere man around the house, it's a little out of my line to tell anybody how to make a food budget behave. But I do know how many, many women insist that there's no help like Del Monte tomato sauce when it comes to making thrifty cooking good cooking. Don't you be telling me about Del Monte tomato sauce, Larry. Why, my mother uses it, and so did her mother before her. Well, why not? After all, Del Monte is the original tomato sauce. The way Del Monte combines those fine, ripe tomatoes and zesty spices is a special secret. It must be. No other tomato sauce has ever matched Del Monte's flavor. You know you can depend on it, too. That's extra important with tomato sauce, it seems to me, because you cook it in. That's right. The tomato sauce represents only a fraction of the cost of your other ingredients, but its flavor can make or break your whole recipe. Now, Del Monte tomato sauce makes any dish a success, and no mistake. Try it in your favorite stew or meatloaf recipe, friends. Taste for yourself why it always pays to get Del Monte tomato sauce. Back now to Rocky Jordan for the conclusion of tonight's story. Well, I walked Doris out of the Bulak Shipping Company building, put her in my car, and took her to the Cairo Police Headquarters. I gave Sam a quick rundown. He dispatched some boys to go for the body of Jay Constantine. Then I waited while Sam put Doris on the grill for a while. When he came out, he motioned to me. Come with me, Jordan. Oh, where are we going, Sam? You will learn in good time. Come along now. Okay, but let's have it, Sam. What did Doris tell you? She confessed everything. There was little else she could do. Especially when we found that the shot that killed Constantine was also from a thirty-two, her own gun. Uh, it's easy to put together now. Constantine planned the safe-cracking job. When Andre Simino backed out at the last minute, Constantine decided to go ahead with it. In the meantime, sending the cat to kill Simino, who knew too much. And that was when the unfortunate Adele brought her father to your cafe? Yeah. Only for my witnessing that Simino wasn't at the scene of the robbery. The cat killed Adele by mistake. Thanks to my help. After that, things looked simple for this Doris woman. As Constantine's employee, she knew of the robbery. She had but to kill him and his assistant and get the stolen securities for herself. And all the time, the pressure would be on Simino. Everybody knew he was out for revenge. Well, she had us fooled for a while. Even Simino was fooled. A man half crazed with grief and the thought of revenge who did not even know that the shots were not from his own gun. So, uh, what about him now? He has achieved no wrong. Surely his unhappiness for his daughter is enough for him to bear. Thanks, Sam. Now, for the last time, where are we going? <laughs> for once, Jordan, I thought I would drive you home to your tambourine, where you belong. Well, then hadn't you better turn around? 
You passed the place four blocks back. For the finest in tomato flavor, enjoy the whole family of Del Monte tomato products. Del Monte catsup and chili sauce. Del Monte tomato sauce and tomato juice. And Del Monte whole peeled tomatoes. Remember, buy wisely. Buy for flavor. Buy Del Monte. Del Monte, the brand you trust for flavor in so many good foods. Rocky Jordan, written by Gomer Cole and Larry Roman, stars Jack Moyles in the title role with Jay Novello as Sam Sabaya. This program is produced and directed by Cliff Howell, with original music composed and conducted by Richard Arunt. Remember you have a date next week at the Cafe Tambourine, run by Rocky Jordan. Same time, same station. And the story is The Loomis Affair. Bring all the delicious flavor of tropical fruit to your table. Serve Del Monte Pineapple. Yes, as a refreshing dessert or as a perfect salad with the main course, you'll really enjoy the luscious tropic flavor of Del Monte Pineapple. Larry Thor speaking. Rocky Jordan is presented over CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. You're listening to klfm.org in beautiful Split, Croatia.